Amen. Once again, thankful for the privilege and honor, and I do count it an honor, stand behind this pulpit. And it truly is a privilege and an honor to be one of God's true New Testament churches. I had asked a dear brother if he's praying for me. You know, it never ceases to amaze me. Maybe some of you men, after a while, that have been pastoring and preaching for quite some time, longer than I, maybe you can tell me if the nerves ever go away. Myself and Brother Horn was talking a moment ago, and I'm thankful because I know the awesome responsibility that comes by standing behind this pulpit. And I know the book in which I hold to be the greatest book that has ever been penned. And I'm thankful today for the for the outline or for the for the theme of this great conference for truly I'm afraid as far as America is concerned there's so many that have gone away from the old ways churches that once stood for the faith and once stood for the things of God once stood for the things that was delivered unto the saints of God by men of old as they were moved by the Holy Spirit to write to give us direction, to give us the understanding that we need to traverse throughout this wicked world as saints of God. I love the old scriptures, and I'm, fa- I'm very familiar and, and love the old scripture of Jeremiah, chapter 6, verse 16. Thus saith the Lord, and friend, that's all we need to understand. It's His word. As already has been said, it's not my word. I've not been inspired. But God today has inspired men of old to write these words. And thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Oh, if it, it would only had stopped there. And this is the problem even with people in America today. It's been the problem all down through Christendom is that there was a people who said, we will not walk in these ways. Today I bring unto us again this old book. The old book, the tried book, and the proven book. Our text is an admonition of Jehovah God to His covenant people. It's an admonition to search out the old paths and to walk therein. And we can trace 
the condition of the people of God and, and therefore find the reason and the source of our text in searching out these Scriptures. They said we will not walk in them. You know, I've been, by the grace of God, for the last couple of years, we've been going through a study in the Minor Prophets. And all through the Minor Prophets, you see men of God who has delivered the Word of God to the people of God, but they would not turn, they would not hear. And therefore, God's great power has been beholden and, and has overcome them. We are now in the study of Micah, and Micah is a wonderful study, but I want you to know something today. If God's people would have only done what the first part of verse 16 of Jeremiah 6 proclaimed, they would not have the need of these old prophets of old coming to them, giving God's great power and great authority and great judgment to come upon them. If only they had listened. In Jeremiah 18, uh, we read, Because my people have forgotten me, they have burned incense to vanity, and they have caused them to stumble in their ways from the ancient paths, to walk in paths in a way not cast up. You know, the story is that the reason why the Word of God is a path needs to be traveled because the stones have been cast out, the way is clear, the path has been made, made clear. For God's people, we are admonished throughout this sacred book to stay on the old paths. As I've said too many today in churches, and I know many churches, I know some churches personally who once stood for these old truths began to worry about those whom had left the body because of truth. Friend, I'll tell you, let God take care of that. Keep preaching the Word and keep standing for the Word of God. Listen, we need to remember the days of old and consider the years of many generations as it talks about in Deuteronomy chapter 32. When our children will ask our fathers and our children will ask their grandfathers, what thus saith the Word of God? Folks, we need to have an answer today. In the song of Solomon Christ, the very bridegroom says to his beloved, if thou know not, O oh, thou fairest among women. Oh, speaking to His church, and I believe God has a church. And I believe there is a specific church. And I believe it is a people that God has called out for Himself. I'll tell you, too many today are afraid to preach that kind of truth. Too many today are afraid to preach the, the fact of the Baptist bride. But I do declare unto you today that God's church has made herself ready. Nobody wants to preach those things anymore except for Sovereign Grace Baptist churches. You know why? Because Sovereign Grace Baptist churches have the truth. Oh, what an admonition. The Bible says that even we need to feed the flock by the shepherd's tents. Follow the footsteps of the flock and feed thy kids by the shepherd's tent. Here, my people, today is where God gives food and rest. And it's in the old paths where in the ancient landmarks lay which we are to walk and we are to feed upon. Remove not the ancient landmarks, the Bible says, which thy fathers have set. You know, 
as has already been mentioned, our forefathers through the dark ages gave their lives that we could sit in a congregation just like we are today, preaching the truths of God's Word, preaching the truths of the baptism of, of God's people, and preaching the truths of the one church. I'll tell you today, we need not to move the ancient landmarks. Such scriptures as these are so many admonitions to the children of God to depart from false teachers in every false way. Listen, they are admonitions to follow the footsteps of the old paths wherein is the good way. Listen today. These are the rule and mark by which God would have His saints to go and on which we are ever to keep our eyes upon the old paths, the ancient landmarks. By these we are to chart our course in seeking after our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. By these we are to, to chart our course as long as we are in this old wicked world. Stay with the stuff. Stay with the old stuff. Stay with the things that, that God's people have always brought forth and taught. Listen. I tell our church from time to time, don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about your bank account. Listen, all we need to worry is this, that we're preaching the Word of God and standing for the things that was once delivered to the saints. Amen? That's what we need to always remember. Listen, too many people today are bending the rules. Too many people today are falling over themselves trying to keep from preaching the Word of God as it is to people as they are. It's a shameful thing. It's a shameful thing to hear a man of God who once stood for something to begin to make excuses for God's very Word. Listen, it's an awful dreadful thing for a man of God to do such a thing. The Bible says that we are to chart our course with this old book. You know, I love this old book. I pastor the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church. For those of you who do not know me out at Old Town, that's just about, oh, about 45 minutes to an hour's drive away from here, back through the woods. It's way back in the country. I'm so far back in the country, I have to have a milk cow and a bunch of chickens. I'll tell you, I'm back there. I had one, I had one couple to say, yeah, you're back, and you're back all right. Listen, I, I thank God for my, my country church. It's a little country church. But I'll tell you this right now. She stands for the Word of God. And she has stood all down through the ages for the Word of God. And I'm thankful. Listen, saints are to walk in obedience to the Word of God. This is something that is not preached anymore amongst churches. And listen, that's the reason why today church is so filled up with sin and sinners. It is like the church at Corinth. It is if you go out and you travel very much and you go into to the world and you're maybe you're asked to preach in different places. I'll tell you this right now, there's some places that haunt me to even walk in the doors because I know that, that the church of Corinth abideth there. You know what I'm saying? They don't want the Word of God. I preached last night in a church and I was, I was uh, the reason why we weren't here last night, I was preaching in another church and last night I preached on the fact that there's a God in heaven. Listen, people don't want to hear that no more, even amongst church people. They don't want to hear that there's a God in heaven who requires every moment of their lives. Listen today. 
I think we need to get back to the old things. I thank God for, for, as I said, the theme of this conference. Listen, I love the old book. And I thank God for the old book. In my study, I have many books. Most of those books have been given to me. But I have one book. I have one book that I call my sacred book. It is the book that God leads me with. It's a book that God moves me and works upon my heart to bring to His people. The old paths. The old ancient landmarks. Listen, the never-changing Word of God. And listen, this whole King James Version that I hold in my hands right here is the only version I need today to bring light into the children of darkness. You know why? Because in this book is life. In this book is the way of life. Listen, the word that is a devouring flame, as it says in Jeremiah 5, is also a crushing hammer, as it says in Jeremiah 23. Listen, it will bring to not man's wisdom, as has already been discussed this evening. The word that is not only a devouring flame and a crushing hammer is also a life-giving force. That's the reason why I love this old book. That's the reason why today that I stand with this old book. And that's the reason why today I defend this old book. Listen, there's nothing wrong with this old book. It doesn't need to be changed. It doesn't need to be upgraded. It is God's Word. He is unchangeable, amen? He's unchangeable and so is His Word, folks. This Word, the Bible says, changes not. It is also the Word that is a saving power. And I'm thankful for that today because it is by the Word of God. The Bible talks about in, in talking about Timothy and how he was brought to, to awareness of salvation because of this Word. Listen, every one of us have been saved by the grace of God and had to first of all hear the gospel message. Amen. You cannot get saved without it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what preacher you're a church of, but I'll say this and I'll say it a hundred times. No one will ever be saved without the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ being delivered first. Amen. Then the Holy Spirit takes His power and moves upon that child whom God had chosen before the foundation of the world. Isn't it amazing? I'll say it again. I, I, I have a message that, that's entitled "Blessed Election." I tell you, I don't know where I'd be. Well, I know where I'd be without election. I'd be on my way to a devil's hell today. That's as would all of us. Listen today. It's a saving power. The Apostle Paul says, "For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is a power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek." Listen, the word that I have with me today, it is a defensive weapon, says Ephesians chapter 6. It's a probing instrument cutting even to asunder the soul and body. Listen, I want you to know something today. I serve a risen God. I serve a God who's laid out His word for us. And I serve a God who gives us His word to direct us in the life in which we now are embarking upon. Listen. This old word that I have before me today. It's the old path. And it's the ancient landmark. You know a lot of people today like to get rid of old stuff, don't they? You go around to a state sales and man, everybody's willing to give away everything. 
I went into a place one time and we was out on, on uh, doing some running around. I think it was on that Route 60 yard sale they have up there in, in the Ashland area. And I come upon an old, just an old piece that I, th- I thought, man, that thing has to be old. And I didn't know what it was. Has big claw feet on it. I thought it was just a magazine holder. But it turns out it's something that they used to hold firewood in in years past. It was bronze or, or copper. But it had been painted over. Listen, this old word does not need to be painted over. It does not need to be whitewashed. It does not need to be changed in any way. I want you to know something. It's valuable just the way it is. These are the words that shall never pass away. These are the words that shall never return unto God void. Amen. This Word of God. The Word that I'm speaking today will not return unto God void. Oh, I'm thankful for that. As I said in Isaiah chapter 40, and I think this was read just a moment ago, and I want to turn back there again, and I I love this Scripture, and I want you to hear what it has to say. In Isaiah chapter 40, verses 7 and 8, the Bible here says this, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. The grass withereth and the flower fadeth, but the Word of our God shall stand forever. Folks, that's the reason why that I hold this old Word dear to my heart. Heaven and earth shall pass away, our Lord Jesus Christ said, but my Word shall never pass away. Men are laughing at this Word today. They laugh at this old book. They're scorning this old book. They're ridiculing this old book. Men deny it today. Men do away with it. They take it away from their children and look where our schools are today. What a crying shame. I know when I was growing up in this little schoolhouse right down the road here, I remember every morning as our teacher would open up the Word of God and she would say something from the Word of God to us. Then we would have our prayers and then we would pledge allegiance to our flag. Today you see none of that. What a shame. What a shame, listen, that the Word of God has been taken out of the public schools. What a shame it is. And look at the, look at the, the degrading system in which now our teachers have to work. In our church, we have many teachers. There are teachers of public schools and there's a teacher that that teaches in a a Christian school. But I talk to our people who who are teachers of state schools and also independent schools. And listen, there's one, there's one school in our, in our location right now that, that, uh, that they're being sued. you know why? Because they allowed the Word of God in it. How shameful. What a shame that it is. What a shame that it is that, 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 that nobody wants the Word of God anymore. They don't want that. Let my child make his own decision. Your child make his own decision. Your child makes his own choice and you know where that's going to lead. It's going to lead straight to hell. Because the Bible says that that's the life in which we live. That is who we are. We will not come into the light. That's the reason why, folks, that we need to understand this great book tells us everything that we need to know about election, predestination, and sanctification, and justification, all these great stories, all these great doctrines that that we align ourselves to. Listen, men deny it. 
They cast it out and away from their children. But one day, listen, these words will be the words that haunt them in a day yet to come when they are judged by the great judge of the universe. Revelation chapter 20 and verse 12 tells me that this book is going to be opened one day. And this old book is going to be that book which the people of the world who rejected the Lord Jesus Christ are going to be judged. Why? It's not because they weren't elected like was already said. It's because they're sinners and they would not come. Is that not what the Bible says? They would not come. Is that not what John 5.40 says? You would not come unto me that you might have life. Oh, today, my friend, don't blame God. I have too many people want to blame God today. Blame God for not saving them. Listen, I want you to know something today. I thank God for my electing salvation. I can't begin to thank God enough. An undeserving, undeserving, I'll say it again, undeserving. I look at my life since I've been saved and I've not always been what I need to be. I've not always done what I ought to do. Listen, I'm still a sinner, but I'm a sinner saved by grace. Thanks be unto God for that. Listen, men want to water down this whole word today. And this has already been mentioned also. They don't want to offend people today. But listen, the Word of God offends people saved and unsaved. True God-fearing Bible-preaching men of God are hated for their stand for this old word. But of this word God says, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish it aught from it, that you may know, that you may keep, excuse me, the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 2. Listen, in Revelation chapter 22, the Bible says, And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, of this prophecy, God shall take away from him his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things that are written in this book. Listen, that's how much God loves this book. That's how much God wants to protect this book. That's the reason why God's people today ought to stand with the old stuff, stay with the ancient landmarks, stay in the way that has already been cast out. Listen, I'll say it again. These are the old paths. We need to walk in them. These are the ancient landmarks. We need not to remove them. Listen. By these, both we and our children shall be purified and by nothing else. The Word of God cleanses us, the Bible says. Jesus Christ Himself says it is His Word that cleanses. Listen, He says in John 15, Now you're clean through the Word which I have spoken unto you. Listen, the church itself is to be cleansed by the Word and nothing else is to, is to be desired of her. Listen, living in the Word is what God's people need to do today. You know what? It's a shame. It's a shame. I know there's a lot of so-called churches out there. But if you sit back and you look at the, at the statistics of all the churches, I'm talking about Baptist churches, the called out assemblies, those called out assemblies are called out of God too, not just called by people. 
that makes them a special assembly. But you look at the words that have been trodden upon by men today. You work. You look at the words that that men have done away with today, and you look at the word that in churches where where the word is being cut out. Listen, I believe those people are going to answer for that one day. Listen, I believe that souls are saved by this word and forever delivered from the fires of hell, as it says in First Peter in chapter one. These are the old paths and the ancient landmarks, the old paths trodden by Abel and Abraham and King David and Moses and Elijah and all the prophets and apostles. Listen, men who believed God and accepted His word as a lamp unto their feet and a light into the path. Listen, the sure foundation of hope. This is the word that we need to keep today. These are the old paths that lead to peace. And I believe lead to paradise. Amen. I believe these old words, this, this old word right here, it tells me of a home in heaven. It tells me of a place where Jesus has gone and prepared for me. Listen, I'm thankful for that old word. Because it leaves with me a hope that I can never get away from. In John chapter 14, and I'll go back here and read it because I love this Scripture. Let not your hearts be troubled. This is Jesus Christ speaking unto us. And this is the Word that God gives to us today to keep us from being troubled in these lonesome, dark, and weary days. He says this, Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you, I'd go and prepare a place for you. Oh, that's wonderful. But the next verse even makes it that much sweeter. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Folks, this is God's Word. Why would you want to change it? Why would you want to do away with it? Why would you want to water it down? Listen, I thank God for His Word today. And I thank God for the old paths. Listen, in these old paths, I'll tell you what we're going to find. We're going to find the blood of Christ to justify. Amen? We're going to find the Word of God to satisfy. And we're going to find the power of the Holy Spirit to sanctify. That's all we need in the Word of God. And that's all we need in life. Oh, how men today need to be justified. And how the hungry souls of men today need to be satisfied. And listen, I want you to know something today. There's places where I go to preach. And listen, it's a little retirement center. And I want you to know something. They're starved to death for the Word of God. You know why? Because they're saints of God. They know what it means to be fed by the living Word. You know, when I go there from time to time, most generally it's, it's a lot of ladies. They don't have very many men there. All oh, those ladies, they get excited. Man, they get excited to hear and to feed upon God's Word. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their smile. You know why? Because they love the Word of God and they love the unadulterated Word of God. Too many today pervert the Word of God. And they know it. Listen, they come to me and they say, listen, there's no truth being spoke here. You've got the truth. You know what? I'm thankful for that. This old word, it moves upon the minds of saved individuals. It causes them to know truth and seek truth. There's starved people out there today. 
You know what? I thank God for churches like this. Sovereign Grace Baptist churches, preachers who still stand for the truth and preach the truth. Listen, I don't know Brother Sam Wilson, but I'll tell you what, I thank God for his word today. First time I've ever seen him. And I'll tell you what, he's a dear friend indeed just to know the word that he brings. Listen, I thank God for that kind of word. I thank God for that kind of preaching. Listen, all these things can be, can be accomplished. Justification, sanctification, and being satisfied through the Word of God. Just by coming back to the old book. As I said earlier, I defend this old book. And I earnestly contend for this old book. The faith that was once delivered to the saints. Now I've said all this, and I have read in your hearing that this Word is a fire and this word is a hammer. It's a devouring fire and a crushing hammer. And it's like a fire and a sword. It's quick and piercing. It's penetrating even into the hearts and consciences of man. Listen, without this word, man will not feel conviction power. You know what? I thank God for convicting power. You know what? I've had people say, oh, you ought not to preach like that. You're going to hurt people's feelings. Listen, understand something. People need to understand that there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. People need to know today that there is, there is a reason to be, to be living in a godly manner. Listen today. Saved and lost alike become convicted in this word. It is a crushing hammer. It crushes the pride of man. And it causes them to understand that they need to repent when they've gone wrong. But I'll say this as well. This old book sends men to the fires of hell. This old book is the author. This author of this old book is the righteous judge in the execution of the decrees of this book. And he will not be done away with. Before I get sung down here, I've been there before too. I want to say this about this old book. You know this old book is something that ought to be precious to every one of you. This old book is a book that ought to be, ought to be so... It ought to fill your souls. You know, we look at this old book here. Tried and true. There's nothing wrong with this old book, friend. Stay in the old path. Keep the ancient landmarks. Always abiding in the Word of God. And may God bless each and every one of you.